This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of a bucket full of chicken necks, man. I am Vince Russo, and this is Don and Juan. I hope you're having a great morning, man, on this uh, Wednesday morning, August 23rd, 2023. Bro, I gotta tell you, man, I'm 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 very careful about talking a lot about baseball uh on the shows because I know there are a lot of you out there that don't like baseball. I understand that. I understand there are some that do, but I understand that there's a lot of you that don't. And that's why like I, I try not to talk a lot about baseball as much as I do, but baseball is a big part of my life. Um, Or I'm going to say at least was a big part of my life. Bro, I I cannot tell you how disgusted, absolutely disgusted I am with the Giants. I am with the organization. I am with with, with the, the GM. I am with the manager, Gabe Kapler. I can't tell you how disgusted I am. Disgusted. They lose a game, bro, Saturday night that they're winning, and they lose the game uh, on a two-run homer in the bottom of the eighth inning. And, of course, they go down one, two, three in the ninth. Well, that, that was Saturday. Uh, yesterday was Tuesday. So do the math. Sunday, Monday. Oh, three days later. Three days later. They blow a three to two lead in the bottom of the ninth inning to the Philadelphia Phillies, and they lose another game four to three. They have lost something like, bro, I don't even know anymore. I, I've I've lost count uh, 10 out of their last 14 games or something like that. Bro, I I, I swear to you. I swear to you, I am not watching another giant game at the end of, until uh, uh, for the rest of the year. I promise you, bro. I I gotta take I gotta take bad things out of my life, man. I gotta take bad things out of my life. I gotta take things out of my life, bro. That freaking make me miserable. That that ruin my nights. Uh, that make me lose sleep. I gotta eliminate all of that shit, all of it, bro. And it starts with the freaking giants. You guys suck. Period. End of story. You got rid of Bruce Bochy, bro, because you 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 wanted to play the analytical kiss my ass game. And where has that freaking gotten you with the analytics and Gabe Kapler and the righty lefty bullshit? Where where has that gotten you, bro? Meanwhile, where's Bruce Bochy, bro? Where's Bruce Bochy, bro? Picked up by the Rangers and guiding them in first place. You guys suck. The trade-in deadline, you did absolutely nothing. You suck. I am not watching another Giant game for the entire year. I, I promise. I don't give a shit. I'm done. I am done. 
There is a day game today. I don't care. I don't care. I am done. And I'm also done with people making excuses. I'm done with you, bro. If you're one of these excusing making people, I'm done with you. I am done. I'm tired of freaking excuses, bro. And I'm going to get into that a a little later on in this program. I'm going to get into that because you know why, bro? Vince Russo don't know what he's talking about. Vince Russo's old. Vince Russo's bitter. Vince Vince Russo's the old man yelling at the cloud bullshit. But you, you get that all the time, bro, when you speak the truth. When you speak the truth, that's what you get because here's what happens. You speak the truth. Then the proof comes out of what you said is true. Now you look like an idiot. So now we got to go down the road of bitter old man looking for a job, yelling at the cloud, yada, 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 yada. And we will get into that today. Before I get into that, bro, I want I want to talk to you a little bit about the great Ben Hameen. Uh, it is his birthday today. Guys, I want to tell you. I hope you know Ben through some of the shows. I hope you know Ben through uh uh, Hameen Media Media Group, bro. I've been in the wrestling business since 1991, bro. We, we, I'm going on now, right about uh, what 20, 32 years. It's gonna be like 32 years, October, November, bro. I've worked with a lot of, you know, brilliant minds in the wrestling business. I've worked with them all, bro. I worked with uh, Dutch. I worked with Kevin Sullivan. I worked with Double J. I worked a little bit with Dusty. I worked with Jerry Jarrett. I can go on and on and on. I worked with Eric Bischoff. I worked with Bruce Pritchard. I can go on and on and on and on. And, bro, I can tell you, despite the fact that he's never been hired by a major wrestling company, and I'll get into that a minute. Bro, you know who's at the top of the list of the most brilliant, creative person I ever worked with? Ben Hameen. That's who. At the top of the list. I'm talking about, bro, this is a guy that would have went toe-to-toe with me in my prime. In my prime, bro, toe-to-toe. Brilliant, brilliant mind for the business, bro. What a asset this freaking guy would be to any freaking wrestling company. But yet nobody hires him. And you got to ask yourself why, bro. You have to. I can't tell you how many times I went to bat for Ben Hameen. So I don't want to hear the bullshit. Nobody knows who he is. That's bullshit, bro. I talk to people at pretty high-level companies, high-level people, and suggested Ben Hameen till I was blue in the face. Let me tell you, bro, how high I am on Ben Hameen. Bro, when I got the gig to... um consult for the USA Network a couple of years ago. I suggested that I have a team um, 
to come up with ideas for the WWE and to critique the shows. And I was told, nah, Vince, we, we just want you. And you know what, bro? Unbeknownst to them, I used my team anyway. And why did I use my team, bro? Because I knew the three of us would churn out more ideas and look at the product differently than just me. And quite frankly, bro, I split my money three ways. I split my money three ways, and USA Network did not even know I was using Ben Hameen and Stevie Richards. It was the three of us, bro. And I had no problem uh, splitting the money three ways because I knew that would service USA Network and the WWE better. Bro, who, who else would do that? I'll tell you this. Nobody in the wrestling company, nobody in the wrestling companies would ever do that. I didn't bat an eye, bro. I didn't think twice about it because I know the brilliance of Ben Hameen and Stevie Richards. And the three of us working together are going to be able to give them a better direction than just me by myself. That's how highly I think of Ben Hameen. But yet Ben Hameen cannot get hired. Ben Hameen cannot get hired. And I'm looking at a headline. WWE uh, Raw falls in the ratings, sees lowest total viewership since January. WWE Raw falls in the ratings, sees lowest total viewership since January. Okay, bro? And I'm going to get into that article in a minute. But, uh, It's not just the WWE. Bro, AEW booking sucks. Sucks, bro. They're going into perhaps the biggest show that they'll ever have in their existence. And they're waiting till the last week to announce matches. There's no great solid stories leading into this big show. And, bro, yeah, yeah, bro, but Vince, they got 92,000 tickets uh, sold. Yeah, bro, and that's the problem. And Vic Venom's going to talk about that today, so I'm not going to step on Vic Venom's shoes. That's the problem, bro. When you're selling 92,000 tickets, when you're selling 82,000 tickets, and you haven't even announced a card, that's the problem. That's the fucking problem. Because then why put an effort into it, bro? Why put an effort into the card? Why put an effort into the buildup? Why put an effort into the TV? The tickets are already sold. But that's, that's, Vic Venom's going to talk all about that, I promise you. This is about WWE, AEW, NWA, uh, uh, Impact Wrestling. I'll just name those four because they're probably the top four. You, you want to throw MLW in there? Throw MLW in there. Bro, look, look at all these companies. Where, where, where are they going? Where are they going? Okay, I'm I'm just reading you a headline about Rossi's lowest total viewership in January. Oh, bro, and of course you'll get. Oh, well, there was a there was an exhibition game on yesterday. Oh, okay, bro. So a game that doesn't matter is more important uh, than watching Monday Night Raw. A game that doesn't matter. All of a sudden, bro. 
exhibition football is must-see TV. Bro, don't, don't get me started with the with the freaking excuses. I want to know why Ben Hameen does not have a job in professional wrestling. I want I want to know. I want to know, bro. I, I want Billy. I want Billy Corgan. I want to know. Billy Corgan, are you exactly killing it with NWA, bro? Scott Demore down at Impact Wrestling. Are, are you is Impact Wrestling killing it, bro? That you can't use a Ben Hameen, bro? Then, of course, you got the WWE with your Bruce Pritchards and your Paul Heymans and your trips, bro. Oh, you you guys are ripping it up. What was what, how many people watched the show, bro? I'm going to get into this in a minute. Oh, 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 uh, 1.5 million people watched the show, bro. 1.5 million people. Tremendous. Tremendous. You, you guys are knocking them dead. But yet. You don't need a guy like Ben Hameen. And let me tell you why they don't need Ben Hameen. First of all, bro, let's be honest. Billy Corgan and uh, Tony Khan, they own their companies. Bro, trust me based on my experience. When you own your own wrestling company, you're immediately the booker or the writer. When when you own your own wrestling company, you are a re- bro. You gotta be a wrestling mark to own a wrestling company because owning a wrestling company is not good business. You gotta unless you're the WWE. You gotta be a wrestling mark. So you own your own business. You're a wrestling mark, of course, bro. You're going to book the show, absolutely, positively, without a shadow of a doubt, bro. I I gotta be honest with you, man. If I had the money to buy my own baseball team, okay, bro, I'm not managing that team. I am not managing that team because I would know that there are experienced managers out there that know a hell of a lot more about managing a baseball team than I do. So what would I do, bro? Here's what I would do. I would hire the best manager available. Does that make sense to anybody? So, yeah, bro, if I'm Billy Corgan, who is a friend of mine, and if I am Tony Khan, yeah, bro, I am hiring the best writer available to me. Vince Russo's not available. I am not available. Okay, so take me out of the equation. I am not available to you. Ben Hamin's available. Ben Hameen is available to you. Why doesn't this guy get a shot? Why doesn't this guy get an opportunity? Then, then, then you look at, you know, Impact Wrestling. And, uh, you know, you, you look at the WWE because supposedly anyway, Vince is laid up in some hospital bed anymore. But, you know, we got trips in there, bro. And we got Bruce in there. And we got Hayes in there. And we got... We got Heyman in there, bro. And, and where where are you going, bro? I'll tell you exactly where you're going. WWE Raw draws its lowest ratings since January. That's where you're going, bro. Okay, but you don't you don't need a Ben Hameen. Then you got freaking Impact Wrestling with Scott Demore, who is also a friend of mine. Where are you going, Scott? Where are you going, bro? When when when's the last time anybody watched Impact Wrestling? Uh, honestly, bro. Let's be honest. But we don't need a mind like Ben Hameen. Bro, this is exactly how the wrestling business destroys itself. When you are the owner, that automatically makes you the booker. 
Okay, bro. And you know, bro, listen, I understand that to some extent. If it's if it's my money, I'm gonna make it or break it based on me. I understand that, but bro, that that's that's not what this is about. You know, Tony Khan doesn't need the bin Hamins of the world or 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 writers with any credibility or experience because Tony Khan is playing freaking action figures. Everybody knows it. And and Billy Corgan is a super mark for the wrestling business, man. So he wants to book his own territory. Okay. Then you got the other guys. Then you got Scott Demore and everybody I mentioned, WWE. And and what is their full-time job? Their full-time job, bro, is not head writer or, or uh, you know, writing team. That's not their full-time job. Their full-time job is protecting my spot. And what protecting my spot is, we're not going to bring in anybody that, that we know is better than us. We're not going to bring them in. They're, they're, they're not coming in. They're not coming in. Because two things happen. If we bring in somebody that's better than us, we're going to be exposed for for our shortcomings, and 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 it's going to be clear how inept we are. Uh, that that's number two. We're going to be exposed, and that's number one. Number two. Well, then they don't need us anymore. That's exactly what happened, bro. When I almost went back to the WWE in two thousand and two, you know the Paul Lees, the Michael Hayes's. All those guys buried me because if Vince Russo comes back, ah, they don't really need us. And, and I, I understand that completely. I understand that completely. But that's why I said, bro, the wrestling business kills the wrestling business. You got freaking unbelievable minds out there, bro. From look, look at the brand. From Al Snow, bro, to Stevie Richards, to the Disco Inferno, bro, to EC3, Bin Hameen. Look at, look at the minds in the brand alone. But there's no place for them in wrestling. Now, bro, if they're knocking it dead, that's one thing. That's one thing. But, bro, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share my screen, and I'm going to ask you, if this is your uh, definition of knocking it dead, l- l- let's let's be honest with each other, bro. WWE Raw falls in the ratings, sees lowest total viewership since January, and of course, there's a picture, the end shot of the show: Sami Zayn, Cody Rhodes, and Kevin Owens. And bro, I am telling you, I am telling you because I can see it. These freaking guys think they're so over. They think they're so over. And what does that headline read? WWE fall of uh, Raw falls in the ratings lowest since January. Oh yeah, and bro, there was an exhibition football game. Uh, let's 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 take that into the equation. So yeah, bro, everybody turned into a football game that didn't matter. Um, instead of Monday Night Raw. So we got this photo of these three guys who think they're over. Here's the story, bro. WWE Raw is in a slump. Bro, how how can they be in a slump with Pritchard and Heyman and Hayes and Trips and whoever else is writing that show? The brilliant minds writing that show, how are they in a slump? That's what I don't understand. Despite the triumphant return of Kevin Owens from injury on Monday night. Yeah, bro, you know why? Because unless you're a mark, nobody cares. 
unless you're a mark, nobody cares. WrestleNomics, the the dude, Thurston Howell III, who's got me blocked, bro, for I have no idea why. I got no idea why Thurston Howell III has me freaking blocked from WrestleNomics. I got no idea. WrestleNomics is reportedly is reporting that Monday Night's Raw dropped 9% in overall viewership to an average of 1,591,000 overall viewers. The lowest viewership for Monday night program since January 13th. The Covenant P, uh, P18 to 49 demographic dropped 8%, 8% to 654,000. The highest rated quarter hour of the show was the WWE Intercontinental title match between champion Gunther and Chad Gable, which was also the highest rated in the in the uh, people 18 to 49 demographic with the least viewed quarter hour being the beginning of the main event, which saw Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens take on the Judgment Day. The segment was also the lowest rated in the key demographic. You, these guys, these guys with their hands up, bro, that are so over in their own countries uh, that they're drawing the lowest lowest rating on the show. These guys, these, bro, it wouldn't be like such an issue and a problem with me if if they didn't think they were so over. But I know they think they're so over, bro. So, but but there's something I want you to see here. The episode's main event was the first televised match for WWE Undisputed Tag Team Champion Kevin Owens since July 17th. So Owens has been out since July 17th. Owens has been out for two months. As the former WWE Universal Champion was wrestling with a rib injury prior to his hiatus, Owens and Zayn have been champions since the first night of WrestleMania 39 when they droned the Usos. Here's the interesting thing, bro, because, of course, when I tweet this out, oh, Vince, there was a football game on that doesn't count. There was an exhibition football game on. But bro, what, what the frick kind of excuse is that? A game that, that does not count is more interesting to people than this show. You, you're, you're, you're actually publicly going to say that, bro? Like that is some kind of a defense. But here's the interesting thing. The ratings continue the downward slide of Raw, which dropped 7% last week. Uh, Bro, there was no NFL game on last week. So why did it drop 7% last week? So in other words, bro, over the last two weeks, this show has dropped 16% with these three guys that are more over than Rover. 16% 16% bro in the last two weeks. Bro, what is going to happen when the football games that count start on Monday night? What is going to happen? The news also comes off last weekend, which saw Friday's episode of SmackDown stay flat in the ratings despite hosting what could have been the final match for WWE Hall of Famer Edge, who, busted, uh, who bested Sheamus in the, last, in the last match of his current contract. The episode 
suffered in the ratings against competition from NFL games that did not count. Bro, can you imagine that they're literally going to use as an excuse preseason football, bro? Preseason football, games that mean absolutely nothing. And, bro, yes, that is correct. People watch the NFL games that didn't count instead of SmackDown and Raw. What does that tell you about SmackDown and Raw? That's must-see TV, bro. You're going to watch an NFL game that doesn't count instead of must-see TV. Did, did, did we not know this was going to happen? Bro, when you are churning out weeks and months and years of mediocrity, what do you think is going to happen? What is this number, bro? Let, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. 1.6 million. What does this number become when Monday Night Football starts, bro? What does this number become when Monday night football starts? If you are already making excuses, bro, go back and look at the Attitude Era numbers during Monday night football. Please do me a favor. Please do me a favor. I, I, think, I think the preseason game yesterday drew like 6.5 million people which was about 4 million people more than Raw. Go back and look at the Attitude Era numbers head-to-head with Monday Night Football and games that counted. Games that counted, not preseason games. So, bro, like that, that's why I'm, I'm tying this all together. I'm tying this all together because, bro, this 1.6 is nothing compared to to when the NFL season starts. And like I said, bro, 16% in the last two weeks, that's nothing. That's nothing. But they don't need somebody like our birthday boy, Ben Hameen, who actually knows what the hell he's doing. They, they don't need people like Stevie Richards and EC3 and freaking Disco Inferno. They, they don't, they don't, Al Snow, they don't need any of these people, bro. They got this handle. They know exactly what they're doing. Bro, we're going to put the three musketeers, man, in the main event every single week because these guys are so freaking over. That's why, bro, and I, 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 I've been saying this for decades. The wrestling business kills the wrestling business, bro, because they clearly cock block those individuals who could make the entire industry better. That's why Ben Hameen does not have a job. You've got so many people who know they are inept and they do whatever they can, bro, to keep those better than them as far away as possible. So the numbers will continue to drop and you can sit there and you can continue to make excuses till the freaking cows come home. Bro, don't tell me 
about a business that I was in for 32 years, bro. Especially, especially when I never became part of the bubble, bro. Okay. And I, and I, I kept my head and I kept my wits and I kept my integrity about me. And I call the wrestling business what the wrestling business is. And you know what, bro? You could sum up the wrestling business in one word or two words, depending on how, how you want to do it. Bullshit. So that could, that could be one word. You could use bullshit as one word, or you could break it down to two, bull and shit. That's what the wrestling business is, bro. It is a bullshit business, and it is, it is polluted with bullshit people. Okay, and I'm talking about the upper level of management. I'm not talking about the workers because, bro, I'm going to be honest with the three musketeers here who think they're over. A lot of their shortcomings is because of the booking. Let, let me make that clear. When these when that bell rings, the three musketeers are busting their ass. I will never take that away from them, bro. Never take that away. But, bro, like, honestly, don't think you're over when you're, when you're losing 17% of the audience in two weeks, okay? And also, bro, like I said, a lot of that is on the writing and the producing. So I, I want to make that perfectly clear. But it's bullshit, bro. It is all bullshit. Bro, if you had the best people available in the key spots of any wrestling company, I will tell you right now without bat, bat, batting an eyelash, your ratings would be doubled. They would be doubled, bro, if you had the absolute best people in those positions. The ratings would be doubled, but you're never going to see that, bro. Therefore, you're going to continue to get mediocrity and if you continue to get mediocrity and if you continue to watch mediocrity then there's no incentive whatsoever for them to hire the bin hamins of the world and make this shitty product any better and at the end of the day bro that's what it's all about bro check it out Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Man, I will see you all next week.